to the Talk Up Podcast. Find us on all your favourite podcast platforms or watch us on YouTube. Yes, whether you are watching us on YouTube or listening to us on your favourite podcast platform, episode three of the Talk Up Podcast, but... 003, we're at it again, yeah. Ooh, who would have thought we would have made it past one? <laughs> no one. But big thanks to all you guys that have been listening on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. I think they're the three main sort of podcast platforms that are copping a listen. And a few of you guys are um, leaving a review and giving us five stars, which has actually been pretty sweet. Yeah, right. I haven't seen it. Yeah. I'll have to have a little look. That's it. We've still got a lot of people that are viewing it on YouTube, which is cool. Obviously, that's our, our, main, mm. our main gig, but um, I think having it on the podcast things is... Yeah, pretty sweet. But uh, been a while. Been uh, well, few few things that have happened since the last podcast. You've had a birthday. Yeah, my son's had a birthday. I've had a birthday as well. Yeah, I actually forgot. I was literally yeah, my son's had a birthday. But yeah, I had one too. But that don't matter as much when you have kids and stuff. True that. Yeah. True that. So, yeah, Speaking I'm, of sons, I'm definitely getting old. I'm starting to going a bit, getting a bit blind and getting a bit <laughs> sore. Oh, for real, it's crazy. But yeah, no, it was good. Oh, you went and got your eyes tested? No, I'm just going to take the ostrich approach and bury my head in the sand for a bit. And what? Yeah, what welder needs their eyesight yeah, anyway? Who would have thought after nearly 20 years of, <laughs> of welding that I've my hearing's going a little bit and eyes are going a bit? Yeah. Speaking of sons, um, mine had a bit of an adventure over oh, the last yes. couple of weeks. Had a seizure and um, had to take a ride in the ambulance. Oldest son was pumped to be uh, riding shotgun in the meat wagon. Yeah, he would have given this many cares about what his brother was doing. That's Absolutely. what they're like, hey. Yeah, he's just like, <laughs> ambulance? And the ambulance driver gave him a lollipop. And then when we got to the hospital, they gave him an icy pole. He's like, this is the best yeah. day ever. You should have seizures more often. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's okay now. It was just a um, viral infection and he had a big temperature spike. And yeah, no, it was scary. That's a worry, man. Oh, man, That's it was super scary at the time. but um, And it sucked because we kind of were pegged to do a bit, you know, mm. on the days surrounding yeah. when that happened. And I was just like, man, I've just got to... Yeah. Such is life. It's, it's a crazy busy time of year. Everyone knows that. Oh. So it's like... Everyone wants your attention now. It's like there's a Christmas party or a family like, oh, we're going away for Christmas, so you've got to catch up with us now. Yeah. You know, yeah. Oh, we. Were, I went to went to Mick Shaw. He had a birthday as well. The other. The oh, other Mick's week. had a birthday too. Everyone's yeah. having birthdays. Yeah, yeah. What a what a time of year. Yeah, very festive. That's good though. It's good to start lot sort of letting your hair out a little bit and you know getting around it. Weather's yeah. weather's finally come good. Man, summer here was non-existent. Even like two weeks ago, it was still like five degrees in the morning, and now all of a sudden it's just like. Yeah, the weather's super crazy these days. It rained. In it rained in uh, Bustleton, I think it was today. No, no, it was raining. And it was thirty-six here. Was it thirty-six? Well, my car said thirty-six. Yeah. Well, who's ever known Isuzu to lie? No, true that. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of um, geographical distances and weird things, we posted some merch out during the well. Sorry, it was the start of last week. Um, posted. Two packages on the same day. One of them went um, it was about, what, 45-minute drive from here? Um, the other one went to Victoria. And they were posted on the same day. 
and the one that was going to Victoria got there first by two days. It took nearly a week and a half for the package to come from yeah. here and go 45 minutes down so the road. So where to go to Mandra or something? Or? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, Mandra area. And it's crazy, man, how... I couldn't believe I it. I thought Australia Post had um, lost a package of mine. We ordered some... Speedflow. Uh, yeah, some beautiful Speedflow hose and fittings. Shout out to Lost Racing products. Yeah, Lost Racing. They're always hooking us up. Uh, they, got the, they always get the stuff out super quick. They've pretty much always got everything we need. And you get the tracking... And it just doesn't leave the depot near their place for like nearly two weeks. And they're, they're like, what, an hour and a half, hour and 45 away-ish, something like that? Yeah, about that. And uh, I thought, yeah, for sure, these guys have lost, you know, a couple Pardon thousand dollars worth of bloody hose and fittings <laughs> and stuff like that. It's, yeah. uh, it's a bit of a worry. So I've gone a bit gun-shy. I've got some other stuff that I've got to order for another car. And I'm just, yeah, even, even the lovely uh, ladies at Lost are like, you know what? Just give, just give, wait a little bit because Ozpost is just hectic at the moment. Yeah, so. if we need it in that bad of a hurry, like we just drive up and get it. Yeah. But it is, you know, when you're talking an hour and a half each way, plus we'll probably get stuck there for an hour. It chews up a lot of time. Yeah, it's definitely where living where we live is definitely an inconvenience when you want to do car things. Absolutely. Yeah. Um. Well, that's enough for an intro. I think it's about time that we get stuck into. This week's hot topic. That's hot. That indeed is hot. Thank you, Paris. Hot topic <laughs> this week. What have you got for us, Jeff? What have you got? Well, I think the biggest news this week, well, it was actually last week at PRI, the announcement that the Street Outlaws No Prep Kings crew is going to be coming to Australia, starting off in Perth, actually, which is pretty sweet for us. Yeah, that uh, is, we are pretty lucky to get them first, eh? I think so, yeah. 24th and 25th of Feb. I'm not sure what the other dates were, um, but yeah. I think there was only one other one other state had their dates released. I think there's still some others to be still released. Still working it out. I think yeah. so, yeah. So, Perth, uh, Willowbank, Sydney and Calder Park, they're all going to be hosting the No Prep Kings event. Um Guys in Adelaide are a little bit antsy about it because the Bend is going to have um, their drag strip open in March. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, like they, yeah, it's planned to open in March. <laughs> yeah. Like you know how. And even if it did, let's say that it did, planets aligned and the joint opened, as if the management team are going to want a television series to come and film an event yeah. within the infancy of the, you know, yeah. the property. <laughs> Yeah, well, I guess the the No Prep Kings administration or the Discovery or whoever, like I think they, it's they Pilgrim only, Pilgrim Productions. Yeah, they can only choose the tracks that they know are there. You know what I mean? They they wouldn't know about Adelaide even having. Yeah. You know what I mean? They'd just be like. Pfft. You wouldn't be working on maybes. Yeah. So. So I've got the list of um, cars. I'll just bring it up for us. Um, what are you bringing up your marketplace for all the No Prep King legal cars for sale at the <sighs> moment? <laughs> Still roofing cottage, it's no prep king's <laughs> I'm going to touch on that soon. but um, So, the cars that are coming over, Ryan Martin, Murder Nova, Kai Kelly, Lizzie Musi, Justin Swanstrom, Scott Taylor, Robin Roberts, Disco Dean, Jeff Lutz and Jerry Bird. That's the team of 10 that are coming. Some of them are big tyres, some of them are small tyre. I think... Um, like Ryan Martin and Murden over, I think they're going to be running on small tyre because from what I gather, the new season of Street Outlaws 
the four or five show we'll call it. Yeah, they're all going small tie. So I think that might be what they're bringing. That's just a guess, but um, who knows? I don't think you're going to see the fireball Camaro here. I think the '69 Camaro on small tires is what's going to come here. Really? I think so. But um, yeah, so well, he's got a few to choose from as well, doesn't he? The dude's. Like, I think he's got a couple of the big tire Camaros. Yeah. So I don't know. Hmm. Well, yeah. I just wouldn't have thought they'd be ringing the small tire if all the other people are. Because I'm, I'm assuming they're going to be still like getting the prize money and stuff for the... Do, do they get prize money or is it just more of an exhibition type thing? I have no idea. I think they're still working all that out. Yeah. So um, if you are in WA and you did want to show interest, if you're one of our listeners and you want to show interest to uh, run with the No Prep Kings guys, first of all, can we be your friend? And secondly, uh, Simon Gonzo Travellini and Ray Treasure are the dudes you want to speak to. Um, they'll probably be getting that lined out pretty quickly. Yeah. I'd suggest. If it's not already all locked in. Yeah. As for cars, like local cars that have got to run though, what, who do you think? I have no idea. You know, idea? I have no idea. I'm not going to pretend I know anyone <laughs> that has big tires. And well, I had a bit of a like think that. about it. And although most of the guys that we follow are usually running radials, I think given the, um, the stage that's about to be presented for them, they'd probably give it a crack. So um, maybe Tony Mazzatelli's Malou um, might be one as a contender. You'd think that maybe Eddie Tassone mm. might stick his hand up with his GDO. Yeah, it just depends what sort of tyre you can really get on a car, you know. It's probably a lot of work to get something, mm. you know. I don't think it's something you can just jump, jump into. I would have thought, I thought like, because they're all sort of set up for a radial and hmm. all the rest of it. So, you, yeah, I don't know. I would have thought that Gonzo would have been probably one of the first ones to get in with that um, BA Baracus. Um, but then two days after I heard the news, I saw his car up for sale. Yeah. yeah You'd think a, that I've seen it, heaps of cars <laughs> popping up for sale for that very reason. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, prime opportunity. If you've got someone that wants to get involved but they don't have a car, sure. Yeah. You'd think that if it doesn't sell that he would pull the fire suit out and blow the dust off it and have a crack, surely. John Zapier, that door slammer is an original HQ Monaro body. Yeah. That's a mid-five-second door slammer. You'd be the man. You'd think so. If, if there was gonna be, can do it. If there was going to be someone that was just going to make them look stupid, it'd be him. But He's a veteran the, of that. <laughs> but the surface will be the equaliser, you know, yeah. like the no prep thing. Yeah, that he's used to running on a prep track. I don't know if he's got much data on a on a no prep on a. Hey guys, you got some more of that no prep? <laughs> yeah, but in saying that, I mean they're coming all the way over here. They don't. It could be true. It could be just a different. You know, we're at sea level, and that's right. I mean, I don't know. I'm not going to pretend I know all the intricacies of it, but you know, it's an exhibition more than anything, anyway. So it'd be cool just to meet the guys for sure, and uh, and just see the cars. Like I, I uh, one eight seven customs. That's a uh, YouTube channel I frequent, which I don't have many that I do frequent, but that is definitely one of them. So I'm pretty keen to murder Nova's yeah, one of your catch boys. Up, catch up with Sean, or not catch up, but you know, <laughs> maybe meet Sean and uh, Phantom. Like that'd be cool. Just catch up with Sean, like yeah, we old friends. Yeah, you know, just you know, shoot the breeze. <laughs> so no, I think it'd be good, man. For sure. Anytime mm. you're at the motorplex, it's a good time. Absolutely. Be Bad day at the motorplex is better than a good day at work. Yeah. Well, I was thinking, um, there's that. Charger, that was, a, I think it was a supercharged outlaw. I don't think it was a door slammer, but that's a steel car. 
um, Vince oh, Bellard. Someone did mention uh, uh, John Farone as well. John Farone? Yeah, you'd think that he'd probably throw his charger in the ring. Yeah. He's, um, you know, well-seasoned veteran, been to the States a few times and all the rest of it. Mm. Vince Belladonna, um, his red Tirana door slammer. That's another... Someone needs to buy uh, the bloody hatchback of, of Lauren and Black Magic Race cars. Oh, do that ever. Yeah. We need to. If you... Oh, I've already offered Lauren... Uh, what was it? I think oh, it was... I've seen that. I know there was a crisp high five in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it was... Uh, I think it was a, a fresh Mrs. Max, half a dare ice coffee and a crisp high five. Mm. And she said the crisp high five nearly got her over the line. Yeah. She said if I could do two crisp high fives, we could talk about no it, but I can't do that. No one ever gets nah, to No, I could give you two firm handshakes, but only one crisp high five. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, nah, that's, a, that's a steal. That, that is that a is. steal. If anyone is interested in a Tirana hatchback, which is ready to do just about it's anything. anything yeah. It's set up. The chassis is very, very flexible. Um, and it, not flexible. That's Versatile. a bad... Yeah. Flexible is a bad word for a chassis. <laughs> Versatile, yeah. Um, hey, I don't know. Sometimes a flexible chassis can be a good thing. Though. Maybe, yeah. Black Magic race cars in Perth. They've got Hit one. Hit yeah. Get around them. Get around them. Spotters pay. I'm sure there's a spotters pay there. For sure. <laughs> Um, there was some other good news out at PRI though. What, what's the good news you're thinking of? Well, just products. Yeah, in I've forgotten half of them. But one thing that really uh, sparked an interest, which it really shouldn't because I'm not a massive four-cylinder fan and we all know I'm not a massive LS fan too. And it was the Blueprint Engines have developed a, an engine block that you can build an LS cylinder head to for a four-cylinder, like a sh- little... A little custom little jigger. So I thought that was, I don't know, I thought it was actually really cool. So it's almost like a, an LS block chopped down the guts, LS head, like four-cylindered. Yeah, it's just a little little straight four, bloody four-cylinder with a, just one 241 head on it. Or you wouldn't do that, but I mean, I guess you could or you'd put something on there, which is, mm. it's cool, you know, because you've got all the rocker gear and stuff on it. It's a, it's a good way to go. What do you reckon that'd be good for? Would that be like a, um, like a jet boat? sort of deal or do you oh, think just, you'd see it in sport compact as soon as you talk four cylinder I just straight away start thinking Datsun and Corolla so sport compact yeah. yeah yeah yeah. I do want to do a four cylinder in something like really small like that one day mm. I reckon it'd be cool I think um, that'd be pretty good in something like a jet boat or a sand rail or like you know like side by side so like if, if you're in America and that was the thing that was going around that'd probably yeah. be something that they'd tee into yeah you don't see a lot of that over here though Imagine the look you get when you ring up Higgins and try and buy one cylinder head off a bloke, eh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't me. bought any heads off us before. You haven't torched one. What's the go? Well, I've got a four cylinder. Yeah. And it's a three point, I think they said they've got it set up for like 3.6 litre, I think it was. Gee, that's fair capacity. Yeah. I think it'd be cool. Hmm. Interesting. It is. I reckon it'd be sweet. Yeah. Hmm. And we've listened to like, um, who's the... I've gone really blank, so you'll have to bear with me. But who's the... Um, Darren Morgan. We've listened to him talk before on other podcasts and he talks about how you can get a lot of valve speed out of out of a cylinder head that's got like a rocker arm and stuff on it as opposed to like a bucket and shim style. Oh, like, yeah. You know, like a, like a traditional Japanese type engine. Yeah. You can get... It's actually good to have a rocker system in your cylinder head, you know. You can get like a heap more valve speed and it's like a good way to make... 
leverage like good good horsepower you know what i mean yeah so leverage like it's a it, it's a good platform to start from really mm. like i'm not sure what they would rate it to or anything like the crankshaft and all the rotating assembly and stuff but cool mm. for yeah. those who don't know darren morgan is a um a wizard he's a wizard absolutely but he's a induction specialist for raya morrison in the states um and yeah he did a very good podcast on the power and speed podcast rip they don't upload anymore but if you went through their back catalog that was a very interesting discussion yeah. on induction i've listened to it maybe two or three times and i understand about 0.9 percent of it but it's still good to listen to nonetheless mm. it's kind of like one of those um thriller movies where the more you watch it the more you pick up and it's like yeah. every time you listen to it you pick yeah. up something. i've, I've by my calculations, and I'm not good at maths, but by my calculations, by the time I'm 125, I'll be at like 50%. <laughs> I'll be, I'll know enough to be dangerous at that point. <laughs> well done. Well done, Cobb. <laughs> so I guess just going back to the No Prep Kings thing, just real quick, the, um, there's a lot of people that are jumping on the comments like, can't wait to see the 405, like the real 405 and all this sort of stuff, or JJ the boss is coming to Australia, like, nah, sorry, that... That's not the case. Daddy Dave ain't coming. Uh, Doc ain't coming. Like even like Bobby Ducati, all those guys, they're, they're not coming. The very select few that are coming are the dudes that are racing. Obviously, it's going to be a huge expense for the production company to bring all those people to Australia. So, um, yeah, you're going to be They'd pretty... They'd make a lot of money though. It'd be nothing Ooh. for them, but yeah, it still would be a lot. And you've got to remember... It's an exhibition. It's like it's that's why they like the No Prep Kings so much because it's at the racetrack. You can get heaps of fans in there. They can make heaps of money. Everyone's sort of close. Whereas the original show is based off a street. on the street. They, you know, they're street racing, so it's just not it's not the same. No, that's thing. right. Yeah, it's um it's a pretty wild caper though that street racing over yeah. there, like yeah. the American street racing culture. Holy. Yeah. Well, I mean, <clears throat> they started it really. Let's be yeah. You know, the National Hot Rod Association, that's where it all started, man, back mm. when, way back when. Yeah. They invented drag racing, really, didn't they? More or less, yeah. So I think in, that's, in the form that we know it today, anyway. Yeah, so. yeah, in an official sense, yeah. yeah. I think the first drag race happened the day that the second car rolled off the production line. Yeah. You know, that, that probably would have been the thing, but yeah. like you say, as far as street racing or, or racing in an official sense... But just some of the cars and stuff that you see, like we're pretty lucky in today's day and age with the internet and YouTube and this and that. And we've got people like 1320 Video and um, Street Race Channel and, and that sort of thing where they televise to us. They, they broadcast all that sort of stuff. And we, yeah. it's something that here in Australia we've never been... What, the street thing you mean? Yeah. Yeah, that's probably because you just get make it onto bloody... What is it? Tracy Grimshaw's bloody ACA and they'll crush your car. And yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, we're not the land of the, what is it? The the free or whatever they say. What's their saying that the, the USA have? The land of the free and the, the land, home of the yeah, brave. The home of the brave and the land yeah. of the free. That is not us. No. We, we, that's not a thing. <laughs> no. <laughs> you can't even have a loud car sometimes in some, some places. People get upset. So, oh, mate. That doesn't stop us doing what we're doing but i mean yeah. as a as a whole in the in the general sense of it 
as it was when we um, finally got the XY fired up, we had that thing running out of the extractors and it was loud. Like, there's no question about it. That was one rowdy MFer. Mm. Um, but I had people knocking on the door. Yeah. Coming around like, oh, have you heard this? And it's just like, yeah, mate, that's me. Yeah. Like, I wasn't going to make a deal about it. I'm like, yeah, that was me. Building a car. Jeff just... Going to pull my... Gonna put mufflers on it. Straight arm, eh? Just like what of it? Yeah. It was like, I'm gonna put mufflers on it next weekend. That's next episode. Is that cool? They're like, oh. It wasn't uh, late uh, either. No. We're pretty respectful. We did it in the middle of the day. Like, on the weekend. Yeah, no, get out of here. I don't even come around here coming around at this point. But you think of some of those cars, they're running nitrous big block cars on the street with bullhorns. That would just be. Wild. They've got some good space to do it though as well. They've got those like mm. big industrial type sort of areas. Like if you watch um, uh, Big Chief's channel and Jackie, Midwest, what's it called? Yeah. Midwest Streetcars. Like, yep. You watch, they're all, they go out to some big like parking lot sort of thing where they have all their tractor trailers <laughs> and stuff. And that, like, you know, they're just left alone. I guess if we had a little bit more of that, I mean, we've got the industrial areas, but they're not, they're just not the same. They got really wide roads. They got concrete highways. They got, you know, like, they're pretty spoiled. Yeah. It hasn't taken off over here anyway. Not that I know of. I mean, maybe they do in some some areas. Look, let's be honest. We're not, like, in the click. We don't really. (laughs) We never know, mate. Here we are broadcasting this to the world that, nah, there's no street racing and, like, it's right under our noses quite possibly. If you're running a cash days in Southwest WA, hit us up. DM (laughs) us. We want to watch. Yeah, we want to be that. We don't want to lose any money. We just want to watch. No, that's right, yeah. And we don't necessarily want to put it on YouTube, but, you know, we might. Oh, no, I definitely wouldn't do that. (laughs) You couldn't. That'd be just like throwing a bloke straight under the bus. That's the crazy thing. And so that's another really important difference is here they'll use that video as evidence to convict you whereas in america unless you're caught doing it at the time those videos don't tend to get people charged mm. it's a wild yeah. wild difference yeah. it's it's a weird one i don't know how i feel like I, the street racing thing if you're doing it in an area away like that's cool but a lot of a lot of the sort of young fellas these days and I used to do it too so I ain't talking from no you know <laughs> moral superiority or anything but yeah not shielding when, when your you glass get kids, house. I don't know once you start having kids and start having your missus yeah. and kids commute on the road and stuff yeah. like that you just start to have a different take on it you're like you know what I'm not the biggest fan of these young dudes being fuckwits on the road anymore you know what I mean yeah. but if you're doing it away um, I reckon it's a good thing anytime anyone's burning fuel and tyres and making their car go faster as long as they're not hurting anyone there's no crime, in my opinion. I think so, too. And if you're only going to hurt yourself, well, then more power to you. You know, like, I don't think it's a great idea, these guys in the States that are putting, like, potentially 3,000 horsepower cars down on, on a dusty trail. Um, but in saying that, they're wound that far down that they're not using even half that power. Yeah. Um, but I think, you know, if, you, if you're out the back blocks of nowhere and you've got five or 600 horsepower and you just want to give it a squirt, like, you, like you say, you're not hurting anyone. You're not endangering anyone, you know, like if you're doing it in traffic, like, man, you better slow your roll. But for the most part, I think where we sort of reside down here as well, we're fairly semi-rural and it'll only be like a 25-minute drive until you're more or less, it'll feel like you're in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Um, You know, but everyone's got a high-definition camera in their pocket and some people don't know when to keep it to themselves. Yeah. (laughs) That's when it all comes unstuck, eh? 
unfortunately. Yeah. But anyway, that's just how that goes. Uh, got any other topics you want to cover, mate? Uh, what do I have? I thought another thing we could talk about real quick if we're... Uh, it was something that I thought about the other day and I thought it'd be interesting to, to just have a talk and maybe even the people listening could message us if they've got any. But like, Or send us voicemail. Yeah, bro, guys, girls, send us a bloody voicemail. No one's doing it. We want to hear some voicemails, anything, really. Yeah, we want to hear your stories. Yeah. We've, got, we've got a couple that we're going to play tonight yeah. and we've got another story that came through our DMs which is going to be pretty cool. But I wish he had us send it in a voicemail because that would have been... A ripper yarn yeah. to hear. <laughs> anyway, because back that, of the ranch. That's sort of the main reason why we do it, doing the podcast, just to sort of get more, get out there on a different sort of, different to the videos, you know what I mean? And you can give, interact and it's yeah, sort of... It's to give the, the audience a chance to interact with us better because you can't interact with us on a video that was filmed two weeks ago. Or a edited. video that we haven't filmed for fucking three months. Oh, don't even. <laughs> but anyway, let's not go there. Okay, But what I ranch. thought was... Inheriting a gripe of someone, like something that you didn't know pissed you off, oh. and then someone else. And you know I've got what? an this... example of one that you've done for me before. You're going to cut me off like that. I'm oh, going to go. cut you off because go. this is a perfect topic to be covered on. You know what really grinds my gears? Running on the chip. On the chip. If you're going to inherit a gripe off someone, that's probably going to get you on the chip, isn't it? It could do. Well, there's potential there for it to happen. And so the first one I'll do, I'll touch on, is because I got it from you. And I think in Australia, it's a fairly prevalent uh, terminology. But when someone calls like nitrous nos, oh. <laughs> I'd, I don't know if I used to walk around calling it nos. Maybe I did. I don't know. But when you, you're bad for a lot of things, don't ever come around Jeff saying garlic aioli because he, oh. he will attempt to smack a bitch, eh? Garlic aioli. All right, before you move on, garlic aioli. Aioli is mayonnaise with fucking garlic. <laughs> so why are you calling it garlic aioli? Oh, my God. I, I, can, I, mean? I can get the chili garlic aioli. Because, you know, there's more shit in it. But garlic, I... Uh, if, I just, someone, if someone can do Jeff up a hat that's the aioli police, we'll, he will proudly wear that. Mate. <laughs> the aioli brigade. Yeah. But yeah, so that was one. Like when I hear people... And, and people that kick ass with nitrous call it nos because I've watched them call it that and stuff. Nos. But it's just like, I don't know. I just think, well, it's not actually nos. And in, I think in the States they call it like NOS. They don't even call it NOS, really, do they? No. Well, I mean, even in the movie, they call it NOS, but I don't know if, if they do. NOS is a brand. It's a brand subsidiary of Holly, mm. which stands for Nitrous Oxide Systems. That's right. So, call it nitrous. That's what it is. Nitrous oxide. Just call it nitrous. That's it. And the other one, another one that I got off an old friend of mine years ago. I never, I never really picked up on it. But people that, um, and I hope people don't get upset because. People take what I say too seriously sometimes, but when you do a VL Calais, which you don't even like VL Calais really that much, you're more yeah. of a, a chrome bumper yeah, sort of a guy. Like it just Jeff mm. just doesn't get around the VLs and it hurts me. I've tried. It oh Lord, me. how I've tried. <laughs> no. But anyway, when you when you do like a nice rest on one and you don't paint the side skirts black, I, mm. my mate, my good mate Reese that I've known for many many years since I was probably seventeen, and he pointed it out to me. And then every time from now on, when I see like a 
really nice VL, but the skirts aren't black. I'm like, ah, nah, skirts aren't black. Oh, Can't do it. killed and it. And you're the same with the bloody... With the, like, the SLE stripes, when you see the shadow tone, you're just like, mm. I can still barely pick the difference, but you, you're, you're a train spotter. So. Yeah. Well, it is a, a pretty particular thing for the shadow tone SLE where the, on the front guard, the stripes actually taper and even like the gap in between the two stripes tapers down as well towards the front. And some people just make them a uniform gap the whole way down and it just... You can just tell it's not legit. Once, it's like one of those things, once you know, you know, like you can't unsee you, Yeah, it. once you've seen it, that's yeah. exactly right. Yeah. And it's, yeah, you get, it would be really disappointing to me if someone had a legit shadow tone, had it redone and they painted it wrong. Like that would just be the biggest kick in the dick. To you. To, or, and to the bloke. I mean, or the Some Sheila. Some don't care. I guess. Yeah. Some people might like it that way. No, don't say that. That's gross. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so what about you? Do you have any anything like that that you've inherited? A From, gripe. Like, and, oh, I mean, it doesn't have to be car things, but I sort of, we better, we better keep it car automotive. Well, it doesn't have later. to. This is our podcast. We can talk about whatever the fuck we want. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> um, well, obviously, you brought up my Garlia Gaoli one. That's... Yeah. That's one. Um, I don't know. What about when you were going to put the aftermarket bumper on the ute, remember, and I just wouldn't allow it? Remember you were going to do the fiberglass bumper on the ute, the one that had on it? Well, it, When I sold yeah. it to you, so it's not I, that I was, was just like, I put my foot down, guys. I was like, I won't tell you exactly what I said, but it was more <laughs> along the lines of, it ain't happening. Look, I've got some side skirts here. Get some fresh bumperettes on the back. And it will look sick. So well, the that thing was is, when it was going in for the full race. Right? Yeah. So it's not like I was going to put a fiberglass bumper on it. It had a yeah. fiberglass bumper yeah. on it. Uh, did, did I say you were going to put one on it? Yeah. You said sorry. when you were going to put it on yeah, it. Sorry. I wasn't That's gonna, not what it was. No. I wasn't going to put one on there. But when it came time, um, it's a long story. We can cut a short story long. But um, So this ute got resprayed. It was an insurance job because someone damaged the front. And then... About 18 months later, the clear coat delaminated. So the car, the front end had to be repainted at least. So at that time, I thought, if I'm going to take it back, I had a little bit of money. So I thought, let's just get the whole thing painted. Because it did need it. Like It, it, it was due. That. That, this ute is one of the sort of tidiest kept utes around as far as like most of them are clapped out I'm just, it's not a showpiece but like Certainly. it's a tidy it's always has been a tidy you mm. uh brad that i bought it off he looked after it really good i he looked did. after it really good you've looked after it really good so it was but it was still getting a little long in the tooth yeah it was due so i had a bit of coin and i was like yep let's just get the whole thing resprayed and i was just going to leave it exactly how it was with the fiberglass side skirts and rear bumper but kurt was like mate if you're going to do it now you've really got to Put some bumperettes on it. Let's get some like proper SS side skirts, which pro tip, um, the front half is the same as the sedans, but the rear half is different. And if you can't find SS ute side skirts, you can use Statesman ones. Yeah, you just got to trim, do some trimming on the top. Yeah. So it's just the extra, it's a, what, an extra 100 mil, I think it is, in wheelbase mm. with the Statos, Caprices and the utes. So. Yeah. So I'll put that on. It's got a factory um hsv front bumper so that's a plastic bumper. i was pushing for the ss bar because i reckon that would have looked sick and i do have one yeah i do have a new old stock vs bumper it's actually a vs calais bumper um and i've got the bumperettes and i've got the fog lights and 
I did think about putting it on there, but... Um, uh, for now, it's all right. For now. We can yeah. change it later on when we put the front mount on it for the new turbo system. Yeah. One day. Yeah. I'll, yeah. Don't I say don't one day. Say It'll Sunday. Happen. Yeah. Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right. I'll say Not Sunday. this Sunday. Hey, yeah, I was going to say, are you going to do it? <laughs> I, I will do it. I'm going to have to. <laughs> At one point. <laughs> Come on, mate. The problem is getting you to do it. Yeah, I know. I've got a big list. Yeah. I've got a big list to get through. So, yeah, no, that was that was probably one thing after, yeah. I've seen a lot of, since doing my ute and then seeing photos of other people's utes with the fiberglass bumper and stuff, and now that I don't have the rose-tinted glasses because mine has Look, the I've, same. Look, I've trained him, guys. It's oh, all right. Listen to it. What a deal. The taste is rubbing off, mate. Eh? The yeah. good taste is rubbing off. No, and all jokes aside, it's, it worked out good in the end. Yeah, yeah. It was, you know, it's kind of like the VH. It was hard. Um, running around and trying to find original parts. Um, yeah. You know, I'm, I'm facing the same issue now, doing the VH restos, running around trying to find these little knick-knack parts Bro, that you just can't get. You couldn't have picked a worse time to try and restore that car, honestly. Like, it's probably the worst time in history. Probably. Because like, it's nearly done now, like the, the, that part of the restoration. Nearly done. Nearly done. <laughs> well, in the whole scheme of things, yeah. from where it was to where, where it's it going to be, like mm. it's, yeah, another couple of months and yep. it'll be... Back. And we'll give you a full rundown on the whole resto once. I'll probably wait until I get it back and then we'll probably have a full discussion on restoring a vehicle and I can sort of tell you my story of the journey and um, things I do differently and whatnot. But yeah. yeah. But um, we went on a bit of a tangent there. To come back to gripes that I've inherited, I don't really know if I've got many. I was told, actually, there is kind of one. Someone that. Don't force it. Don't force it. No, no, no. <laughs> Someone that um, sort of gets the shits on with people that say ATM machine. Oh, that's you as well, isn't it? It is now, yeah, because I inherited it. Oh, but okay, yeah. It's, you know, ATM machine, VIN number, like the acronym is vehicle yeah, identification man, I'm number number. I'm probably that, eh? the VIN one. Yeah. Although I'm not spurting it out, but mm. that doesn't really annoy me. But it's like the acronym literally is vehicle identification number so when you're saying it, it's like vehicle identification number number yeah it's a bit silly yeah same as atm machine you just can't using it twice but anyway that's lucky neither of us started because you'd get really annoyed wouldn't you <laughs> yeah today junior but yeah talking about working on ute so obviously we're not going to be working on this one anytime soon no because the vh is sort of number Bled one in line well that's actually probably not even number one in line the ute behind us that ugly one over there that yep. was so kindly donated to us that we're super thankful for that uh i'm kind of well not kind of i'm getting pretty keen yep to, we may... which is weird because i've got a lot of list of a lot of other cool cars to work on too mm. but that one it's sort of going to be a more of a, a no care, no care sort of a deal as far as presentation. Oh no, I still want it to present like decent, mm. but it's not. It's just something we're not going to spend a lot of money on. So it's you know the investment is just not there. So the worry of how it how it's going to turn out, we can. I think the main thing is we don't have a deep emotional attachment to yeah. it. But you will have noticed that from the last podcast to now, the desk is in a different spot. The car's moved. You know, like so we have put it in the hoist bay. We've had a brief look, like look around. Um, 
you might see if you're watching on YouTube or video, Spotify podcast, we've got a turbo on the desk. That is the turbo that we're going to use to put in it. That was kindly donated as well by our good friend Caden. Our good boy Caden. Yeah. Yeah. He's a straight G. He is buying, buying all our merch, all our new merch when they come out, the socks and whatever else we decide we want to get. Yeah, he's the first one. If yeah. there's something new of ours, he's like, wait. Yep. He's a real one. He's a real one for really sure. really is. So, yeah. But so uh, it's have, we, uh, uh, have we mentioned what the turbo is? To, if you're not watching, it's a legit Garrett yeah. GD3580 full. Yeah, uh, no, 82. It's a Garrett GT3582. 84. I think it's an 84. No, nah, it's an 82, bro. It's you sure? Got the cast wheel on it. I think. Has that got the cast wheel? Well, I think I looked at the numbers and I searched it. I don't know. It's got the numbers on there. You got your phone there if you want to, and I'll just tell the people. Um, so you can probably tell. From the last podcast to now, this Ute has moved. Um, we have taken the time to basically a put, a, put a, a plan a together. Basically, the plan that we originally came up with ain't going to work. No, I was hoping, and in my head, I was thinking, why hasn't anyone done this before? Well, I figured out why. I was going to try <laughs> and mount it, and you probably still could if you're... With maybe with a reverse rotation turbo, like something newer that you can buy in the reverse rotation, you could get it to configure a bit a bit better. But I was going to try and mount it up next to the gearbox there somewhere. But mm. kind of like the yeah, um, practicality was it's just the the juice definitely wasn't worth the squeeze yeah. for for all the extra bits and pieces associated with mounting a turbo below the like down low where you need a, a scav pump and all that stuff. It's just extra lines, extra a lot of extra work. Yeah, it's hidden, which is where the that's where the juice is, but it wasn't worth the squeeze and it wasn't really gonna fit. So Yeah, that was the appeal. The the original thing was we we're gonna draw inspiration from the old APS LS one twin turbo kits. If you were ever familiar with those, they had twin turbos, they were down sort of by the bell housing. We thought mm. if we can fit that thirty five, eighty four, eighty two, whatever mm. <laughs> um, in that place and run the intercooler piping sort of hidden put the intercooler up front and then run the um, cold side intercooler piping through the factory airbox and make it like a prop sleeper. That was what we really wanted to do, um, but that ain't going to work. So we've come up with a bit of a plan. We sort of know what parts we need to acquire now. And then yeah. once it we've got all that... It should be pretty straightforward. should like, be. We want to do... I want to try and do... Like, I want to keep it just quick and cheap and cheerful in, in a way. So... Um, more like like a J-pipe style is what I want to try and attempt initially anyway. I, don't, I can't really be bothered making even a simple log manifold. I just can't be bothered really. Like if we can get away, I think it'd be cool just to see if we can. I can't really see why we can't. Yeah. We'll just do like a sort of like a casty setup like what I've done on my similar my yeah. setup but not, not even worry about reversing it. Literally just do like a J-pipe style. Just hook both banks up. I don't even know if you mounted. can reverse them. I don't know if they're... Like, I don't know, man. I've put if they're I've, symmetrical. I don't know much about these V6s. Yeah, engines, neither. So they're just, I'm not a real sort of V6 guy. Mm. Although, getting something like this, I can sort of see the appeal. Because like, um, what's the uh, Reese? You've spoken to him a little bit. Yep. Reese, um, from RK, RK Garage. Garage. Yep. In, he's located in Perth. He is. So he's not far from us. And Jeff, you've spoken to him a little bit. I see. I see the um, the messages and stuff because I have a access to it as well but yeah if, if you're ever talking on the on our dms and that 90 percent of the time you're going to be talking to him i'm there i'm just like the weird lurker in the side but unless it's relevant to something 
that I'm doing. It's usually Jeff. He's the he's the mover and shaker in that department. But anyway, obviously, there's questions that are directed to you. Yeah, and you know, like you get in and you do your bit, yeah. and that's cool. But for the most part, I guess because I'm. You know, my current role, I work in an office and I sort of get that five minutes where I can just check, reply, whereas you're in a workshop environment where you don't have your phone on you. So. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, anyway, long story, short story long. That's what we he, do. He, he's given, given me or us a bit of inspiration for how much you can sort of throw at these little motors and we don't really, you know, if the thing rods itself, we're not going to get really upset at all. So. No. Although we, I don't think we're going to push it to the point where it's, going to get to that because there's no point because I'll probably get upset that I have to find another motor and put it in but <laughs> I just can't be bothered but you can make a good little bit of horsepower out of out of what we got there I think with just a, a pretty basic turbo turbo setup we're looking for a, to try and find a nice good quality wastegate I think one of the next things we want to yeah we want to do because we are going to we'll try and use sort of whatever scraps we've got of speed flow we might have a f i know we've got a few sort of leftover fittings and stuff like that that yep. that, uh, that we can use we've got a lot of leftover fittings but a lot of them aren't going to be um suitable useful for yeah. what we need but we'll sort of do a little a bit of a lost order when when it comes time mm. but um i don't want to use a cheap wastegate uh, i think i'm a big fan of using a good quality wastegate i'll use a second hand one but it'll be good because yeah. we'll, we'll get a Turbo Smart one, or you know, maybe a teal gate or something like yeah. that, or a Go Fast Bits as well. I've never used one of those ones, but you know, they're another good Aussie-made product. So mm. try and use something like that. So if you're out there and you've got a spare, say 45, 50 mil Turbo Smart even, teal, even a, man, even like a 38 would probably do. A 38 yeah. or a 40 would would get us by, yeah. man. Honestly, Turbo Smart GFB. <clears throat> teal gate something like that if you've got one and you want to let it go for not a lot of money like we'll pay a fair price we yeah, are not yeah. seagulls but um that's the good thing have you noticed the COVID, COVID prices are sort of like a, a distant memory now at this point everything is really starting to almost go the opposite way and i i believe next year it's going to keep going that way you know like even going back to our other, our other talking point about the um, the guy renting out his front verge, you know, yeah. what I mean? like people are starting to hurt a little bit with some things. So there's going to be some bargains to be had, I believe. That's probably not a bad uh, little segue there, K Fizzy. You done well. Marketplace morons. Tell him he's dreaming. Marketplace morons. It's uh, it's funny you say that because I've. I've been spending less time on Marketplace now. I think my time on Marketplace is directly correlates with my bank balance. And if I have less money, I'm spending a hell of a lot less time on Marketplace. And obviously, the projects that I got on the go, they've got me feeling pretty skint for yeah. the minute. Yeah. Um, but I do get on there and I do browse. And funnily enough, it was probably the day after we recorded our last podcast and we went on the VN Group, or you went on the yeah, VN Group A rant. Look, I know I'm a fuckwit, but you've done an excellent job of, um, what's the word I'm looking for? No, you did that all by yourself. I did do it all by myself <laughs> and you did an excellent job of just uh, making it just look... I didn't even... Ha by the time I watched it myself, I can't watch a whole podcast, no fucking way. Like, I can't watch a whole one of ours, but... Just those reels. I do enjoy the reels, by the way. Let us know what you think about the reels. I reckon they're great. I think they're great, but yeah. yeah. I was like, fuck, I hardly even buy into that shit that I'm talking about now. But I just love hanging shit on LSs and I like like disagreeing with you. So that was a perfect, perfect spot for me to just fucking 
let's ha- let let us have it. But that was your time to shine. Yeah, no, it was good though. It was good. So the day after we recorded that, I think um, we started getting a few messages, and we'd seen it ourselves as well. There was a complete VN Group A engine for sale, forty-one thousand Australian dollar dues. Yeah, uh, that's a lot of kanga bucks. Yeah. But I think that was that was sort of plenum to sump wiring harness ecu the whole shooting match yeah. hey so if you had a group a that was missing an engine that would have been prime yeah. but yeah Whew, Forty-one thousand clans. very narrow market you're <laughs> for sure for there for sure but in saying that i um prior to recording tonight i had looked to see if it was still there i couldn't find it yeah he probably With, got sick of people just like maybe <clears throat> yeah just verbal diarrhea that's kind of what I was getting. I don't know. I was, yeah. I was trying to capture a few different thought thoughts in my head, and I don't do a great job of it. But yeah, there's just there's a lot of verbal diarrhea getting around, and <laughs> you know you got to ask for what you can get. I guess. Oh, shoot your shot. I even thought about selling mine again, but then I was like, ah, oh, nah, stuff. I can't be bothered repiping anything or <laughs> waiting for waiting for a Bane manifold, which is about the only thing I'd want to swap it for anyway. So how's about we just. Get your car running the way it is. Yeah. That'd be that, nice. Yeah. That I mean, it nice. runs. I need to spend time on it. We do. Yeah. We do. I want um, to try and fix that roof. If I can do that, that'd be great. We should do that in the next couple of weeks. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but in the time that I did spend on Microplace, um, I've noticed that the prices for our humble five liter, geez Louise, I'm seeing blocks that are just stripped and left in a shed and they need all the machining and they just want like $1,200 odd for them. There's one dude yeah, that was advertising one. Like a year one. ago, they would have wanted two grand for it. Like that. No, are, I'm talking bare block. Yeah, I know. And a VT block, shit, people ask three grand for a VT block. What? Yeah, VT no. block. No. Yeah, I've seen no. it. I've seen it. Oh, man. That's insane. Yeah. I've got engines I here do, sitting think, behind me. I think the... Um, it's it's turn it's turn a full circle. It's starting mm. to turn a full circle. You know what I mean? Like I think the COVID tax. Some, well, I just think some like we've how many years have we had of just the LS swap and and like I said, I need it. Mm. You know, it's they're great. They are they're awesome. A lot of our good friends, some of my best mates have it, and they're some of my favourite cars. Yeah. But I think after a while, people just want want something a little bit different. And different right now. He's going back to what was what was cool, you know, twenty years ago or whatever. So yeah. So yeah, I see more people doing the Holden V8 stuff, and it helps that like people like Harrop have are bringing out new supercharger systems that you can sort of bolt on with a nice solid bottom end, and you know, there's a lot of aftermarket support there. Albeit, it it does cost a little more than the, the LS counterpart, but yeah, it's it's cool. I think it's cool. Yeah, you know, you can only. I think you can only get excited about, you know, stock bottom end LS with an eighty mil or an eighty eight or a fucking seventy six or whatever, making insanely good horsepower and going insanely fast. After a while, it's just sort of that. It's just you just get numb to it, you know. Mm, yeah, so, jaded, jaded yeah. to the figures. Because the number, yeah, on a street car, the numbers. Once you sort of get up around, I don't know, six. 700 horsepower on the on the road with road tires anything above that's not going to make a big difference when you're just cruising around which yeah. most of us do you know race, spoken, race cars are a different story for sure we've spoken to some tuners that are sort of at the top of their game and they've sort of told us 
when it comes to um, roll racing stuff, anything over sort of 700 wheel. That and this is in like rear wheel drive ship box cars that we're into. You know, that's your, right. Yeah, older stuff and even some of your sort of 90s, 90s sort of stuff. Yeah, you know, like that, they're the cars that we're talking about. We're not talking about all wheel drive. But if they're making like 800 cars. wheel, they're dialing them back to like 650 for a roll race. You know, like and there's that's obviously a um, application specific. You've probably seen. Over east, there was that was that that Lambo Huracan that was like nearly two thousand horsepower. I think it was like eighteen hundred well, horse. The one that bent itself. Yeah. Or so destroyed itself. Yeah. Mm. But that's like you know they were putting a lot of power down, and they they ran. Wasn't a great idea though. In the end, to be fair, like <laughs> in hindsight, <laughs> I don't I don't think there's any driver out there that's going to be able to control something that's got that much power to all four wheels. Like, you know, you need at least two of those wheels to be doing something to give you some sort of direction, you know what I mean? Yeah. There was a lot of clowns on there that are like, oh, you know, his talent ran out and stuff. Mate, I guarantee 90% of them people wouldn't even know how to start that fucking car, let alone drive it with 2,000 horsepower. So Yeah. Oh, just, yeah. just calm your tits for a, yeah. for a second. It's easy to say, oh, yeah. yeah, ran out of talent. Man, at that sort of power level and the, that sort of road speed that he would have been doing, you're talking like time of reaction, man, nothing. Yeah, no. No, Split you, you, second. You're just a passenger. Once, once, the, um, once you're out of control, you're just a passenger at that point. Yeah. But yeah, so like, like you're saying, Turbo LS, 800 wheel. Like, yeah, it's, I want to do one. Like I'm, mm. I'm genuine. I genuinely get excited about maybe picking up a cheap one and putting it into something like that, you know, and then putting that into something else. Like, I'm definitely not against it, but it's yeah. just not the be- the be all and end all. I guess when I dr- when I dribble my shit, I'm targeting it at the people that are just getting in. They'll get in the comments, like the guys that get on like our holding pages and just go, "Oh, you could buy a fucking LS and do this and that." Oh, we get it all the time. It's like, why would you waste your time on a holding? Fr- you got to spend we're like idiots, forty. Okay. Yeah. Because we're idiots. Let us be idiots, all right? We're not hurting anyone. <laughs> that is a question that we've had before, though, Like, and I guess we can probably try and address it. I, we may have addressed it before, but we'll do it again. Um, what is it that draws us to the Holden 5-litre? And you can't say, because it sounds good, because everyone no, says... No, I, I actually get... A, <laughs> like, that, yeah. that just irks me, that that thing, because honestly, I don't even know if it is the best-sounding no. V8. I've heard some small-block 4s that, Ooh, that yes. really... Uh, yes really tickle my pickle a little bit so yeah. it's the the sound thing it's not a moot point obviously like the but it's not the be all and end all i yeah. think well it's pretty obvious i can put i can't put my finger on exactly i'm a i'm definitely what i would call like a more of a sort of uh patriotic type yeah. of type of a fella so i i like the australian made stuff yeah and uh, i guess subconsciously that that might have been what i clung to because back when i was you know 17 or 18 and i was into them back then i wouldn't have been thinking about that like i wouldn't have i couldn't give a shit about anything like that back then it's only yeah. in my older years when i start thinking about our industry and and my work and like what my son might be able to do and just being able to sustain ourselves as a country that's what sort of that comes from but back then i wasn't thinking that but mm. and there's not to say that there aren't companies in australia that are um you know producing parts for LS motors or small block Ford or big block Chev or whatever. Yeah, so, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. But I think um, for, for when I start to think about it, I think both of us, this YouTube channel is a prime example and, it, and this podcast and everything else, we like to try and do more with less. Um, you know, like we're filming this on a... Or, or less with more. You can spend more money and make less horsepower too. 
Yeah, well, we're pri- we're a prime example. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but you know, we're filming on a five, six-year-old GoPro, and we've just got a free program on our laptop, and we're sort of doing it, you know. And similarly, we're just working with the engine that the car came with. Yeah. Truth That's- be told, the engine that I'm going to put in my VH is not the engine that it came with, but. Do you, do you see what I mean? Mm. It's it's probably yeah. Just it's probably more to do with the cars that are that were easily accessible for us when you're young. You don't have, well when we were young, we didn't have tons and tons of money to no. to buy something sort of sporty, and we weren't really no. into the import stuff that much. So well, I had a Supra. Yeah, oh, that's why I said that much because mm. as soon as I started saying, I was like, hang on a minute. But yeah, <laughs> like back then, V6s. For, weren't really that cool and not like people weren't really turbo on them much back then and stuff like that so the holden v8 was kind of the the the, the better car to have even though even though they don't they no. weren't really but yeah but it's it's always fun i don't know it's more fun beating uh i guess what would it be like an ls or a barrel or something it's more fun to beat an ls or a barrel with with a holden than what it is to beat a barrel with a barrel or something man i can't wait to slap a supercharged six liter with a naturally aspirated Holden V8. Mm. That'll be so cool. I don't know if I'll ever do it, but if I do it, well, you wait. <laughs> if you can get it going half as good as bloody Bob Velastro's, you might have half a chance. That dude is my idol. Honestly, if anyone is not familiar with Bob Velastro, my goodness, 358 cubes, I think it is, Holden V8. Um, it's got a set of yellow ter. Yellow Terra heads, um, you know, it's got a lot of R&D in it. That thing revs to the moon. I think he crosses the line at nearly 9,000 RPM, but knocking on the door of an 850 pass at like a hundred and nearly 160 mile an hour. In naturally aspirated. Naturally aspirated VL streetcar. Like the dude can drive it on the street it's street registered if he pulls the little 10 litre fuel cell out of the boot and put a full size one in there he drive it down the pub you know like so that's that's the sort of stuff that's that gets you excited you know when you're oh. doing, when you're just doing because we're not the only ones around the world i've noticed that are like that like their own little sort of niche type engine you know like a cool one I like is the fact that, like, going back to the Street Outlaws for a second, if I can, even though yeah. I'm not a massive, massive fan of the show, but, like, mm. Chief with his Pontiac engine, you know what I mean? Like, Which is basically a whole Exactly. <laughs> like, it's, it's very much like us. Like, he's just always going to just, in that particular car, and it's the same with me with my Commodore, like, it's just, he's, that car's always just going to have that type of engine, you know what mm. I mean? And it's just... No real rhyme or reason. It just is what it is. Yeah. And it's cool. And you just see, like, you see him beating, you know, big block chef stuff and, you know, a lot of other well-supported platforms. It's cool. It's yeah. cooler than if you just seen the same engine. I like Barras too. I have a Barra. A I was going to say, Barra. you have one. <laughs> yeah. And that's an Australian-built engine and an Australian-built car too. And I like it. They're a fucking fantastic platform. But I don't feel the need to get into every comment section on on fucking wherever and be like bear the world bear the world like just fucking relax guys just relax if you had to put rods and pistons and fucking all this other shit in it to make any sort of power like you do a holden you wouldn't give a fuck about it i think it's the easy come easy go sort of thing that makes those other platforms a bit more popular because you don't have to put much 
effort in, which is fine because not everyone wants to wait years to save up to, to do a car yeah. or an engine or whatever, you know. So I get it. I'm not saying nothing's right or wrong. Mm. Jeez, that went on, didn't it? That was that ran out. That was good. That was, you reckon? I don't yeah. know if good's the word, but it went. <laughs> Had some legs on it. Good stamina. Yeah. Should we uh, move on? Most definitely. Moving on. Hello? Blower wine. Blower wine. <laughs> Our new segment that we came up with just a few days ago. You're real happy with it, eh? I'm proud. You're happy with it. Do you need to explain to anyone that's not in Australia where the where the uh, where it come from? Like, well, I don't think not everyone's going to know. That no, I don't think you're going to have to explain a blower to anyone. I think everyone knows what a blower is. You know, as yeah. in the form of a supercharger. Yeah, that's but exactly when right. In Australia, we have a quintessential or a colloquialism where we say you can get us on the blower as in on get the us telephone, on the telephone. On the yeah. telephone, yeah. Um, so telephone, blower, blower, wine. You can call us and you can have a wine or you can share your story, whatever. They're, look, we're very clever. Look, he likes it, okay? Just nod and agree. Yep, good. We're I like Smith. it. I reckon it's good. We're wordsmiths. Hey, yeah. truth be told, I made a little segment intro and it was okay but then you like oh i've got this idea and i'll change it this one's your idea you've got your one yeah i like mine better of course you do why wouldn't you you liked it better because you ran with it exactly <laughs> <laughs> so we've got uh, i'm not going to be able to hear this by the way so no you're not because i'm still for all you that are listening i can't listen to myself talk in those yeah headphones. actually it just, it just I don't know what it is, man. It just fucks with me. I'm just, just going to pause for half a second. I'm going to rig you up some headphones so oh, you can listen. Oh. Two secs. I'll get them right here. And we're back. All right. You got your headphones situated? Yeah. Situated? All right. This is... Uh, this was, I'm going to play this one. This was your... When we first set up the thing, you did a trial. When we first set it up, we come up with like... I was like, oh, you just put in a... Go to the website, put one in and see what Did happens. Did you tell me to do it or did I just do it? No, yeah, mate. Got a shirt. Fucking ripped me off. I want my money back. You dogs. <laughs> <laughs> Kurt um, was excited. He was, yeah. He was keen to do some talk back. Oh, yeah, sorry to hear about your shirt too, by the way. <laughs> no refund. No refund. <laughs> By the way, talkhub.com.au, merch store. <laughs> Cheeky pluck. Get around it. We need a new shirt design, don't we? We do. We do. On to the next one. Uh, we've actually got two more, and they're from the same bloke, about a week and a, about a week apart, or thereabouts. Yo, what's up, guys? Hey, Alex from UFO Sorcery Engineering. Uh, very, very big question for the moment. How did you deal the big success that you have ever right now on your YouTube channel? Because I'm very speechless regarding how you growing up. I'm fucking happy that you success to make it. And to be honest, it's hard work, but you deserve so much more reconnaissances from the people. So big shout out to you guys, big shout out to you mates and talk up for life. UFO sorcery engineering. And I wish you a very nice day. Talk hub for life. First of all, what a G. And Alex he's is a G. he has been um, sort of 
almost one of our day ones, you know, like even long before we were doing podcasts, long before a lot of our videos, we did a couple of Instagram lives and he jumped on the live with us um, from the Netherlands. Yeah, that was really, really good. Crazy. And he's got like um, a 1,200-horsepower, barra-powered R32, which I believe is going to be like the only one in Europe. Um, very, very clever dude and um, massive supporter of the channel. Yep. So, yep. so go and check his, his stuff out, UFO Sorcery. Yep, UFO Sorcery Engineering, check him out. Um, but to go back to the question, how do you deal with the level of success that you've got, Kurt? <laughs> Look, I'm struggling, mate. <laughs> every day is a struggle, but I get through. <laughs> I think... He's too nice. He's way too nice. Yeah. What I think legend. the term success is probably, you know, it's open to a wide level of interpretation. So <laughs> as far as success, like... Have we made it on YouTube? Are we living off our, you know, millions of dollars and sponsors and whatever? No, we're not. But um, the success I think we have found is building the community that we've got, being able to connect with some of the people that we probably never would have if we weren't definitely, doing what we're doing. Have, no. And, you know, things like that fucking voicemail came from the Netherlands. The, li- you know, the live like, stream was epic, dude, when he was... Absolutely. Do you remember he was in his backyard? And a train and, went past? And that, yeah, that freaking high-speed train just goes <laughs> oh, past fuck. his backyard. Like, we just don't see that sort of and shit. And it was like, like probably two degrees. Like We should do another live stream soon. Just, we probably should. I mean, should. a little bit off... Not really off topic, but a little mm. segue. We should do another one. For sure. We haven't done one for ages, but... I don't know. We have fun. I think... I wish we could... Um, the last year's been kind of sucky for consistency for the channel yeah 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 so as far as when that'll change but yeah yeah like we don't have any sponsors per se we've got some people that support us lost racing products have always been amazing for us um you know we've been able to link ourselves up with a cut you know like there's been there's been some opportunities that we literally haven't even ever like gone down that path that's right like we I've said we've had before. some sponsors that have approached us and we've respectfully declined because they didn't quite align with what we're doing yeah, but it, on the same that. token we've approached other people for sponsorship and they've declined for whatever reason and that's cool too absolutely like you've got to shoot your shot but um, we're we're it's certainly to, not it's got one, to work for both that's right parties. it's got to be mutually beneficial and we're certainly not going to be ones to sell out but we are absolutely for sale <laughs> Hundred <laughs> um, percent. I don't know. We're we're still very early days in this. Three years in, and we're still very early days in. And we're yeah, if not. You went off like purely off like video count or hours alone. Like it's mm. it's lo- it's we're, we're low. You know? Very small fish. Yeah, and we're it not could very be doing good. A lot better for sure. Yeah, we're not very good at optimizing what we've got because you know we're not very experienced in it. But um, and I don't we, know. I think maybe both of us in different ways are picky with what we want to do as well. Yeah. If it's up, there's a lot, I, don't, I don't want to do that shit or whatever, you know what I mean? Nah, that's a shit video, whereas you never know, some of the shit videos do well. Yeah. We, we just want to make the videos that we want to make, okay? We just want to do race car things with our race car friends. Mm. Anyway. That was uh, really nice. That was, oh, that was good. That was. Shout out to you, Alex. You're a champ. And uh, he sent us one more, so on to the next. Yeah, what's up, guys? Just more uh, voicemail from UFO Sorcery Engineering. I hope, guys, you're doing great. I would like to know how advanced your fucking project. I'm still keeping you uh, and watching you on YouTube. And uh, to be honest, 
the idea of the podcast and Spotify. Yes, fucking awesome, guys. I really enjoy to just listening to you during my walking time when I'm lazy and I have nothing to do. So keep doing that shit. And I really hope you, you're going to push further with your fucking project, guy. And really, 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 I just really enjoy your you guys and your YouTube channel. And uh, you are in positivity and you it's just wholesome. So big shout out from Netherlands. Big shout out from UFO Sorcery Engineering. Wholesome. He said we're wholesome. What a legend. What a legend, yeah. Um, we're probably particularly proud of the podcast honestly like that was something that we sort of came up with shooting from the hip and trying to get it to particularly onto podcast platforms i didn't realize that was a total different kettle of fish to just uploading a video to youtube and when we work that out i think it's going to be a really good thing so um thanks to you alex and all you guys that listen on whether it be spotify or apple podcasts or whatever and yeah yeah it's so, um so- i've it's almost a guilty pleasure in that I think I almost enjoy doing the podcast more than the videos. It's definitely easier to sort of squeeze in for us. For sure, yeah. I love the videos. The videos is what we really want to be doing because that is sharing experiences. I'd rather share experiences than share stories. But for like you say, for us where we can go, hey... Have you got an hour this evening? Let's sit down, bang it out. And there's minimal editing and we can get it out the next day and it's it's really good. So I think, yeah, the podcast is definitely a guilty pleasure for me. Yeah, it's a good stocking filler, isn't it? <laughs> stocking filler. Yeah. Very yeah, seasonal. To, I mean, to answer his question, I guess the, the project car, I haven't filmed anything that I've done on mine for, for a long time. I have been doing little tiny bits and pieces. Yeah. Actually, that reminds me of a... A quick story. I hope it doesn't drag on too long. It'll definitely be boring. But do you remember when I was saying... Because for all of you that don't know, if you're not in Australia, it's starting to warm up now, so it's starting to get summery. Summery. Is that a word? Summary. It is a word, but it's not what I meant. It's starting <laughs> to get really... Like, starting to get warm. And um, Holden V8s are known to get really warm. Yeah. So um, I've just been starting my car up. Whenever I've got to move it now, because it like, hasn't started and ran in over a decade so whenever i've got to move it out of the shed to work on another car i'll start it i'll hook the battery up start up drive it out and i've been letting it sort of just run get fully up to temperature and then and then come down and the other week it just the fan i've got a davis craig water pump and fan controller uh on the car i've decided not to use the efi to con like to to be the only thing to control the fans and stuff like that like davis craig have a good um a good uh what's the word i'm looking for like approach for controlling the water pump like they've got it strategy all. a strategy that's yeah. the thing thanks for that uh, I've got a bit you're welcome and um so anyway i've got one of those on and but i also have it set up in the ecu to turn a fan i had the fan turn on at a particular temp as well now the fan was turned i've had it on and off before in the colder months but now in the war, like when I started up a couple of weeks ago, it wouldn't the fan wouldn't turn off, and I'm like, what the f- why the fuck won't this fan turn off? Like, Eek. it just kept getting up around like shit. What was the temp? I, I don't think I would get it. It was around high 80s to low 90s. It just kept hovering around that, and it wasn't until I actually read the directions because I never read directions <laughs> on shit because I'm a man and I don't need that sort of <laughs> stuff, but. I realised that the the setting that I had in the EFI, like in the link computer, it was turning the fans on at 94 and I had my target temperature on the Davis Craig water pump controller 
set to 94. I didn't realise it was a target temperature. Oh. I was like, oh, yeah, I'll just put... I don't need to read the instructions. 94 is when I want to turn on, bro. <laughs> no, no, you've got to set a target temperature in that mofo. So I've had it just way high. So the, the, the controller's trying to get this fucking engine to, to get up to 94 and the EFI is turning the fan on to, to yeah, cool, cool everything you want it, down you really want it to be like 88 or something and yeah, yeah yeah I think in the they reckon aim for like 5 degrees above thermostat which is like 87 degrees yeah. or something like that so with that I was like, I still thought well it should be it should be even the fans are running the whole time and this freaking thing's not really cooling down it's not it's um, pulsating the pump, so it wasn't running the water pump because it's trying to bring it up to 94. You know, oh. so, so that's what it was. It was I, I wasn't getting full <laughs> flow on the on the um, CVR water pump that I've got on the front of the engine. It was just um, pulse width modulating it just to sort of tick it along to try and bring it up to 94 while the fans trying well, to bring the fan, it down. Yeah. <laughs> so I was glad to figure once I'd actually read the instructions, Davies Craig and realised I was like, oh, you fucking idiot. So I got that sorted. So that was a that was a good little thing. So I thought, fuck, man, this thing's... I think it's still going to be a bit of a uh, an issue. Like, it could be an issue, you know, like trying to keep... It's only 85, if you didn't know, which does help a lot, but I still, I still just don't know. It's got no shroud on it. There's a few unknowns there, but that's building cars. So we'll see how that goes. God, Lord, help me. Yeah. Half grout yeah, fill. Yeah, I think you need... Uh, well, my, my, my block's are half grout fill as well, so we might need to put an oil cooler on you. Well, not the block away. that you've got in now, but the block that yeah, you've got. Yeah, sorry, the real motor that yeah. I've... The hurt, real motor. The real motor I should <laughs> hurry up and just get going as well, but yeah, so you're going to need a really nice... We should just put the stock stock radiator in there with a clutch fan and you'll be spotty dog because that reckon? is the best cooling system you'll ever get and... I, if I was smart, I would have done that, but I just wanted something that looks a little bit nice. I was going to say, it does a little look bit bougie. Dog ugly. Yeah. The clutch fan. Yeah, yeah. Nah, so not doing that. You're probably going to need, I reckon for sure we should definitely do one of those um, brushless spell fans on yours. The, I think so the too. big dog, just get the biggest one we can and go to town on it. As much as I want to think about all that sort of stuff, I'm just currently trying to keep my mind focused on just getting the car back. Like... Yeah, there's still a long way to go and a lot of bridges to cross and dragons to slay before it comes back and I've just got to get through that first. Honestly, the car's going to get back here and it's going to sit for a while because I'm going to have to save up more money and yeah. whatever else. And you, that, that, that's Once it gets back, that's going to be the easy part done. Yes. Because <laughs> yeah. I had a wish. I wish we had done a lot of fab on it before it went away but yep. it just never worked out that way so it's going to be a bit of a nightmare I think I'm not really looking forward to it if I'm completely honest yeah oh well because working on nicely painted stuff it's going to get scratched and then you'll get upset as we found out with the XY yeah anyway. it happens it does it does in the DMs it didn't come through on a voice message and I wish it did because my god this is a yarn for the ages <laughs> I know it <laughs> Do you want to hit him with it? Yeah, yeah you hit him with it because it was you that was all over it. But he's our boy, Stevie Curtis. Yeah. He's another one. He's just like Caden, man. Been there from the start. He's a real one. He is 100%. Great, great fella. Good friend. And we know that he's a real one because he has one of our OG shirts, yes. which was a very limited run. Um, obviously, this was a, a temporary logo when we first started and we were never going to keep it, but um, it was just for the lols. Then we got the logo, which you might see here, which we've got now. Um, but some guys wanted these shirts, so we did 
a very limited run. He's one of the ones that got one. Anyway, he's gone to the pub the other night wearing his shirt loud and proud and he couldn't believe the amount of attention he was getting while he was there. <laughs> People were coming up like, oh, man, that, that, you know, like, that's he's funny, man. Like, rah, rah, rah. Had, he was totally oblivious. He's like sitting there going, oh, yeah, I know these guys. they got the YouTube channel. You know, he's, he's doing the right thing. He's spreading the gospel and yeah. telling, telling people the good word. And um, it wasn't until his daughter let him know because obviously... She's like, bro. If you, you know, know, you know. Yeah. And for those of you who are listening to our podcast, audio only... And our, never seen our logo. Our OG shirts, Talk Hub... If I was to describe to you another I website... Said, I, I think you've said enough, really, yeah. at that point. A, a black and orange website, which, you know, adult entertainment, anyway. He was oblivious, so he's been kicking around and he reckons that we've stitched Shrutting him up. it, eh? Yeah. He's like, you stitched me up, you blokes. Had no idea. How did he have no idea? I want to... Look, I just want to see this rock that he's been living under, honestly. <laughs> eh? It's a nice rock, I bet. But a rock nonetheless. Poor bloke, strutting around, proud as punch, supporting his boys, got his OG shirt. It's probably like his, because, his, you know, limited edition. He yeah. probably keeps, saves us for special occasions. <laughs> we'll tell ourselves that anyway. <laughs> and uh, his daughter's the one, when he couldn't figure out why he's getting so much attention, telling him, uh, it's, Dad, just got to let you know. Yeah. And he's gone, nah, surely not. Nah, you're full of it. Had jumped on the old phone, jumped onto Google and horrified. Yeah. But hey. That's a classic stitch Shout up. out. I wish, <laughs> I wish he had a rung in with that story because I would have loved to do a blind reaction of just like sitting here listening to it. Yeah. Oh, man, that yeah. would have been epic. Good but, times. Um, yeah, it was. It really was. I was. It helped me get through my night shift that night. It's pretty funny. <laughs> Anyway, speaking of merch, talkhub.com.au. Get over there, get yourself a shirt, hat, hoodie, socks. We can cover you from head to toe. The stickers, stubby holders as well. Coming up, um, motivations coming up. You've got summonats coming up. If you need something, if you want some fresh threads for the event, we would love to see a bunch of Talk Hub merch out at the events. We're going to be at motivation. We'll take some stuff with us, but we'd love to just roll in and see a bunch of you guys wearing our hats, yeah. shirts, whatever. That'd be yeah. amazing. Yeah, I can't wait. Hopefully we see a few people. Like We haven't done a heap of events yet. Like We, said, we went to Alice Springs and I've seen a couple of people there that watch the channel. So it's, it's Which is amazing because... Cool. Yeah, 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 it's really cool. All our tens of listeners. See. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no, it'll be good to catch up with a few crew and it should be a good event. I and, think so. I think it's been a... It's been a long time since it's gonna, since it's been this good. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that, it definitely had its low low spots there for a while, and um, yeah, it should be good. Yeah, and it'll be a prime opportunity if you guys are in Perth um, and you watch the channel. You can see a couple of the cars that are, you know, been on the channel. My Ute will be there. The XY will be there. I'm still trying to bend your arm. Bring yeah, the VR. If I, look, if I can get it there, I, I will for sure. But I'm and I've also spoken busy. to Rob with the Turbo yeah. Tunner, and he's. So he's waiting to see um, there could be another event that's going to be a date clash. So if, if the dates work, he'll come, but it, otherwise he might not be there. But at least the conversation's been had. So there'll be, there's, potentially, there's potential there for four Talk Hub cars to be at the event, which would be amazing. 
Yes, no, that'll be good. That's it. Anyway, guys, thanks heaps for watching, listening. Uh, make sure if you are listening on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, leave us a rating. Uh, if you're on YouTube, give us a like, drop a comment, leave us a fucking voicemail. And uh, we'll catch you on the next one. Peace. Bye.